Creating and rekindling memories. NHR. And it's taken from the soundtrack of Kinky Boots. Yes, we like to talk kinky boots, and uh, I can't think of anybody uh, better to talk kinky boots uh, than Mr. Chris Collington. Good morning, Christopher. Good morning, Kevin. How are you? I'm not too bad at all. How's your kinkiness this morning? Uh, it's around about a 7 out of 10, I think. <laughs> well, that'll do for a Sunday morning. <laughs> so, <laughs> Now then, for those who've not experienced the magnificent spectacle that is Kinky Boots, tell us what the story's about, because it's based on a true story, isn't it? That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's based on a true story about a man called Charlie Price who uh, inherited his father's uh, shoe factory and it was making uh, no money uh, and looking to close down. Uh, and he basically had to change the product and came across a, a man called Simon or alter ego Lola who um, needed boots making for drag queens basically that could take the weight in the heel of a man because up to that point they were all breaking um, very expensive but very cheaply made and so um, he takes them that task and they end up making what they lovingly refer to as kinky boots Now I've seen the musical before on the film several times and love the flamboyancy of it uh, but there's also quite a sad background story running, running through it as well uh, it's a really positive message isn't there Yeah there is I think you know it's, it's one of those um, positive messages that creeps upon you as well you know, it's not rammed down your throat. It's not there immediately. But actually, as you go on, you realise that the deeper story here has got nothing to do with shoes and it's all to do with acceptance. And that's not just acceptance of the um, drag queens or, you know, men who want to feel comfortable in women's clothing, but also um, some other characters, well, uh, become accepted for who they are when they didn't necessarily realise that they needed to be accepted. And that's sort of the character arch that goes through the whole thing. One of those other characters, and, and one that I particularly enjoy from the film as well, uh, was Don, um, because it played by, I think, in the film Mark Addy. I'm, I'm sure he, he played it in the film. Um, and uh, I, I love that character because of the U-turn in his opinions and outlook. Uh, yeah. Who's playing Don? So we've got a gentleman called Simon Owen, who's um, a long-term member at Gate Posty, and he, I have to say he's, he's one of the best amateur actors I think you could you could ever want to see, and he plays Don with an absolute aplomb. It's just he he was made for that role, I think. Don with a plomb, yes. Yeah. I, I can see me <laughs> using that one. Uh, in the so, so who's who? I've got to ask it. Who is playing Lola? Uh, that'd be Daniel Daniel Collington. He's um, yeah, he's he's really taken to it, actually. Uh, you know, there's been a, a degree of drag queen training needed we have um lucas young come in who is also a drag queen uh, in her spare time we've had a couple of others come in as well so we have this real sort of troop of four drag artists now some who are new to it and like daniel who'll be giving his first performance as a drag artist and then others like lucas who's you know whose experience is um second to none and really helped us to figure out the route through this as, as we've gone through rehearsals. Let me let me just sort of uh, sort of broaden the, those names out as well. I mean, Daniel Collington seems to be a bit of a connection there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Is it his first time in heels? 
Um, I think that would be unfair for me, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I'd get something, but no, it doesn't look like a... As, as usual, Chris, you're being as obtusive as possible. Um, so... well, you know, I think, <laughs> I think we need to be uh, as tactful as we can in this circumstance. I couldn't comment on whether Daniel is, is one who... Actually, no, I can't comment. He played um, Angel with rent several years ago, to be fair. So um, he's, he's no stranger to heels. And, and what about yourself? Have you donned a pair of stilettos lately? I'm actually wearing them right now. I, th- um, I, th- I thought I could tell the difference in, in, in the voice. Cause it, it, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm wearing a, a large uh, pair of high uh, high boots. They're red. Uh, they're laced up. And um, they're comfier than they look. And can I just ask, is there a little whip sort of uh, in, inside the boot? A little what, sorry? Whip. A whip. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> you know, same um, in the film, they, they've got that little whip, hasn't he? Is, is it, co- is it okay, called right, a whip? Was, uh, I, I think so, yeah. Um, no, I haven't got one of those inside my boot at the moment, um, but you're, you're right. It, it did feel like we were lacking something. I'll go ahead and find one. Yes. <laughs> so. This is taking a turn, hasn't it? Um, yeah, <laughs> as usual. As usual when you're on, Chris. Um, so... <laughs> but uh, but I do know, and I've, I've been told this by drag artists, that w- when you've got those boots on and the heels on and everything, it makes you sort of hold yourself in a completely, if you excuse the, uh, the pun, uh, in a completely different way. Y- your whole body sort of, I don't know, it, it just sort of, uh, it, it's, it feels different. I, I, I don't know yeah, whether I can relate that's to that. true. I mean, yeah. I'm directing this one, so I don't, I'm, yes. I'm not donning the boots myself, so I'll have to take your word for it. Um, you see, I didn't know whether you'd come on at the end with the boots, same as they do sort of in, in the film, but there you go. Maybe not. No, because it's, it's, it's not about me, is it? It's about the people on the stage, and I think, um, ultimately, I can totally relate to that, though, because I think that's the same for any sort of costume, and I think of characters I have played in the past, there have always been items that have been transformative. And I imagine the boots have exactly the same role in this. Um, I mean, at the end of the performance, of course, the entire company do come out in boots. Yeah. Um, some of them much more comfortably than others. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been interesting now as we're getting into our final rehearsals to watch everybody sort of trying to do the final dance that they've been doing for months now, but now doing it in heels. It's fantastic. And, of course, uh, you mentioned the other name there, Lucas Young. Uh, I've known Lucas for many, many years now. Uh, He's yeah. a, a great person. And what better person uh, to have on board uh, with, with, with a musical like that? Because, uh, yes, we, we all know him as a drag artist as well in Nottingham. I think I, I think he goes under the name of Miss Asperger's, doesn't he? Um, That's so. right, yeah, yeah. And uh, and she's won um, some, some awards recently, actually. And, yes, uh, yes. Uh, but yeah, uh, Lucas has been absolutely brilliant the whole process. Um, originally auditioned to be in it, but I think we very rapidly realised both Lucas and I that actually her strengths were were much more elsewhere in terms of how she could shape this production. And and my Hashi, I mean, just unbelievable from clothing advice to makeup to uh, actually how you sort of hold yourself and perform. Uh, it's just been a, a wealth of knowledge that without Lucas, we just never would have tapped into. And an amazing dancer um, as well, to boot. Yeah, incredible. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Amazing dancer, a very, very good singer, uh, and we're incredibly lucky to have Lucas with us. Now then, who's playing Charlie? 
So that would be a guy called Jared, who I'm sure you've probably come across yes, um, yes. many times before, Jared Making. He's there. Uh, I mean, again, he's one of those shows, I think, where the casting has fallen spot on because he's very much Charlie, I think, through and through, except for the, the sort of, um, sort of, sort of laddish culture that, that the character of Charlie calls for. I think Jared otherwise is sort of very similar to Charlie. Um, in a lot of respects, really. And I think seeing his growth, and I think he's found it quite challenging, which I'm not sure Jared's always used to a challenge because he's so adept at what he does and so malleable into so many different roles. So I think taking Charlie on it is quite a challenging role. And it's yeah. a difficult one in the musical as well, I think, because if Charlie's not absolutely brilliant and spot on and believable, then the whole show falls apart. But if he is, He'll never get anywhere near the sort of credit that Lola will get. And that's a real catch-22, isn't it? Yeah. You, you have to be your absolute best to make this show work. And if you are, no one will notice. <laughs> I think that's it's a really difficult place to be in because obviously the big spectacle of the piece are, are the drag queens, are the angels. Yeah. Um, when they come out and you see them, that's the bit that's in your face. But without Charlie, there is no glue to the entire thing and it shouldn't be overlooked. And Jared has, has played it perfectly. The subtleties that he's managed to put into that role are, are very, very watchable. And I think because he is so natural and because he is so watchable, it'll be one of those performances that as you watch it, you, you almost forget just how hard he's working to to make it as good as it is because it feels so natural. See, the two characters, they're, they're at sort of opposite ends and you need that sort of balance to, to I suppose, highlight each character. Um, because, I mean, we, we all know Lola is sort of very... Or, or seems to be very confident and sort of very out there, while Charlie is... He's he's a bit of a reluctant hero. Uh, and I, I think with, with the, the two sort of characters, you need those opposites... To just sort of balance everything out, and and I've known Jared for eight, uh, absolutely years. Um, I, I think I've known him from the Nottingham New Theatre, um, and uh, I've, you know I've watched him grow, and uh, I can't wait to see both of them uh, in the roles. I, mm. I, I love the musical, um, so it, it's just a, a wonderful story, and uh, yeah, just a, a great story. So, and what some people may not realise is that the soundtrack is actually written by Cindy Lauper. Um, That's right, well. yeah. And um, Cindy Lauper actually got in touch with us last week. Wow. Um, which was sort of unexpected, really. But, um, yeah, she, I don't know where she was when she filmed the video message for us all saying, you know, have a wonderful time. You've got my full backing. And enjoy it. And, you know, and quoted some of the music for us. But that was, uh, yeah, it was a real highlight to get a message from her. Oh, brilliant. So I can remember Cindy Lauper from when she used to uh, do, the, do the wrestling thing um, with... Um, was it Giant Haystack? One of the two, anyway. Uh, b- before she was really well known for the for the music, she didn't wrestle, by the way. <laughs> she was she was a, a manager uh, for a, a wrestler that, in America. That is all news to me. Yes. <laughs> so, and and then she produces a wonderful soundtrack uh, like Kinky Boots as well. So, um, how I mean, how difficult have the cast found walking in boots for for the show? Uh, you know, I, I know Lucas has sort of really helped out with with that, but. Uh, um, you know, have there been sort of many grumbles about uh, 
well, especially the blokes, as uh, sort of walking in in new heels, if you like. I think um, there's a definite gender divide <laughs> um, in inability to walk naturally and look comfortable walking naturally. But actually, I think that's part of the the charm of the show. Yeah, actually. That these people who are have been working in a men's shoe factory for how many years um, now find themselves creating and doing what they're doing, and then when they wear them at the end of the show, that mix of ability to walk in them looking natural is um, it, it actually just adds to the to the story, and it, it just gives it that little bit more extra realism. Uh, there certainly haven't been any grumbles because uh, you don't go into a performance like Kinky Boots without realizing what you're going to have to do. You I'm sure that the women who, who come along and see this are going to have a right to it. Especially, I mean, the, the iconic scene uh, where they're in Milan and Charlie has to yeah. sort of, if you like, cover for, for Lola and as he starts that walk down the catwalk, uh, that mm. image in my mind from the film is just it, it's just so very funny. And uh, I, I think there's going to be a lot of um, sort of females, um, yeah, sort of enjoying that scene. Uh, if you like. <laughs> so uh, I, I can't wait to see it, uh, to tell you the truth. Tickets. Where can people get tickets from for, for Kinky Boots? The usual place, Ticket Source, the wonderful website that it is. So if, you just, uh, if you're new to Ticket Source, you've no idea. The, the quickest, easiest way to find it is to uh, Google Ticket Source. And when you go on the website, type in either Gateford Stage Company or type in Kinky Boots. Or the other way, of course, is to go to the Duchess Theatre's website and find our poster on there and click on that. And it also means that you'll see all the other wonderful stuff that's going on at the Duchess, so you can book something else while you're there. Definitely. And, uh, of course, Saturday mornings, uh, they, they can go down there, have a cup of coffee, uh, and also get tickets uh, for Kinky Boots as, as well. Yeah, hopefully. the boots were down there yesterday, in fact, actually, and people were <laughs> very, very interested as they walked in looking at these gigantic red thigh-high gem-encrusted boots. But... Um, yeah, so Saturday morning, coffee mornings are good down at the Duchess, actually. It's a nice environment. So it's 13th to the 17th of September. There is a Saturday matinee as well at 2 o'clock. Um, it's at the Duchess Theatre, Long Eaton. The tickets are £14.50 with, uh, plus concessions as well uh, are available. Ask about them if you think uh, you know, you're know worth a concession. Um, and, and just go along and see this wonderful, wonderful music uh, musical. Uh, the track we're going to play out with... Now, I, I'm, I'm going to tell people this. Uh, I asked you sort of what track you wanted to play out with and, and I, I thought, well, Sex is in the Hill because it's all about that. that that's what uh, he keeps saying. Mm-hmm. And, and you turned rather coy... Um, you do. <laughs> I mean, Mr. Collington, I've never known you to be as coy as this, uh, just because of the word sex is in the title. Um, so, didn't do George Michael any harm with I Want Your Sex or You Sexy Thing. So, we're going to play that track. Uh, <laughs> so, a very strange, coy Chris Collington. Um, so, well, uh, there you go. <laughs> so many facets. <laughs> yes, I discover something new about you every time I talk to you, Christopher. Um, <laughs> so, thank you so much for coming on uh, and having a chat um, about it. Hopefully, next time we'll get you back in the studio uh, and, and we could do our little quizzes. And oh, I'd love to do another quiz. Yeah, I, we'll, I am we'll, missing the... <laughs> that Anybody yeah, who's sort of heard the... Exactly. They'll know exactly. We'll, uh, we'll get Claire Rabisky out of stories oh. as well. We'll just, uh, <laughs> Claire Rabicki. 
Yes. <laughs> yeah, she's been, she's, uh, she's been hibernating in the shoebox since the last one, like a tortoise in the fridge. So um, we'll, we'll get her out and dust her off and uh, see if she's still complimented. I've got this image now of Claire running a biscuit being dragged out and dusted off. Anyway, enough about that. It, my, my mind's working overtime. I think it's talk of kinky boots. That's what's doing it. Um, <laughs> So have a great uh, rest of the weekend, whatever's left of it. And we'll see you down the 13th to the 17th of September down at the Duchess Theatre uh, for Gatepost Theatre Company's Kinky Boots. Cheers, Chris. Did you know that Nottingham Hospital Radio is a registered charity? As a result, we rely on people like you to donate to it. All our members are committed volunteers who run the service for the benefit and entertainment of the patients in the Queen's Medical Centre and City Hospitals. Research has shown that listening to hospital radio can positively benefit a patient's recovery, and we think it's a very worthwhile thing to do. Donating to NHR is easy and rewarding, so please log on to nhradio.org.uk and go to the donate page. That's nhradio.org.uk slash donate. You'll be glad you did, and thank you. (laughs) 